Welcome to Mr. Army Wife and Friends, a podcast by military spouses discussing the difficult, painful, messy, yet beautiful experiences that come with being married to a member of the U.S. Armed Forces. The mission of the Mr. Army Wife and Friends podcast is to provide military spouses a platform to share their journeys as they navigate this unique life. Their stories will inspire, educate, and entertain you while helping others gain an understanding of what it's like to be a military spouse. So grab a cup of coffee or the laundry and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it is Steve, Mr. Army Wife, here for the Mr. Army Wife and Friends podcast. And with me, as always, is my partner, my co-host, the master criminal, Bonnie. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? You're in your closet today. I, I, I am. I feel like I'm going to have less distractions in here, although I'm like in here looking around like, oh, I could get rid of that pair of shoes or I could organize this. So Actually, when, yeah, when you first sat down and the camera first came on, I thought maybe you were in your thrift store. <laughs> um, yeah, I was there earlier. I, <laughs> what? Yeah. So I Why planned you, on- I thought you said you were taking the weekend off. Yes. So I was going to, but we're getting ready to open on the 13th. And so I have like last minute things that we got for the thrift store that came to my house. So like we updated the computer and iPad stands for registers and stuff like that. So, oh my gosh, you guys are like high tech. Yeah. It's awesome. I feel like in California, you have to be high tech. Yeah, you do. Like a rule out there. Yeah. We're actually working on um, making our whole club digital. So no more binders. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We are doing that. If any of my board members are listening, do not give a binder to anyone next year, give them a fire stick or something with every, all the information on it. Or Google, since you guys have the Google now drive. Yeah. The Google Google drive Drive is, you have a huge, a huge storage too. That's perfect. That's what we're going to do. All right. Yeah. Well, so uh, what do you, what are you have, working on this week? So we have had a kind of slow week. Um, we did work on super signup stuff a little bit and I answered some questions for that, but everybody's on vacation. So I'm doing things that I would not normally get to do. So like I went and checked the mail and realized that I had the wrong mailbox in my mind. Like I thought it was one number and it was a different, totally different number. And thank goodness it was marked on the key because I put the key in the wrong number. And I'm like, I, 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 crap. oh, it's that number. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm doing things like that and then getting keys, keys to the storage unit figured out and stuff like that. So we did all of that stuff this week. House cleaning stuff, I guess you could say. Yeah. I feel like that's a good time for it right now because everyone is, I guess, on vacation. They are. Um, and I feel like I'm doing the same stuff of like, I'm doing things that I wouldn't normally do. Right. Um, be, but it's I did good to do them. Yeah, like I did actually go pay our pay our PO box for the year, and I got the notice, and it said, "Officers and Civilian Wives Club of Fort Irwin." And I was like, "That's this needs not to right be." Thing. I was like, "This needs to be updated." And the guy's <laughs> like, "Yeah, this hasn't been updated in a long time." I was like, "I don't even know who this person is that's on this." So, yeah, yeah that's so, uh, wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Yeah, so that was uh, what I did. You said vacation, so of course I'm going to plug the Mr. Army Wife and Friends cruise that we announced last week. Coming up October 7th through 10, 2022. And I think we need to like put 2022 in big, humongous block letters because everybody's like, oh, I'm going to be moving at that time. Or, oh, we have plans. Or, oh, and I'm like, no, you don't. It's 2022. And then they're like, 
oh, you're right. That's like 19 months away. We have no idea what we'll be doing that weekend. So what you should be doing is going on the Mr. Army Wife and Friends cruise. Coming on the cruise. Including you. We're going to get you on the cruise. I'm going to try. I actually have an appointment <laughs> with my doctor next week for some follow-up stuff. And so I'm going to be like, hey, I have severe motion sickness. I need you to like help me figure this out. So There you go. Right. We'll Maybe hyp- hypnosis. Maybe we'll do that. I don't know. I, I actually was recently diagnosed with BPPV. I could be saying it wrong, but it's like bi-proximal vertigo. And apparently you have these crystals in your ears and you, oh, they move. Man. Yeah. And so I have to do these like Epley maneuvers if I feel dizzy and it makes it go away, which is really weird. Waking up dizzy wow. and then doing these little head movements and then I'm fine. Crazy. All right. Yeah, well, weird. hopefully we'll get all that figured out so that you can go on the cruise with us because you'll love it. I, I swear you'll so. love it. You would like. I know I will. Uh, yeah. So we have a great show for everybody today. We have talked to two wonderful spouses, uh, and I can't wait to get to that. But first, we do want to tell everybody, please help us get more followers, more listeners by subscribing and sharing the show. Uh, you can subscribe on any of the platforms that you listen to podcasts to. Apple, Spotify will be on there. And or you could go to Anchor FM slash Steve Schmidt, and I'm on there. Or, uh, and then we need them to leave reviews and rate us. Like, I know we're bad, so give us one stars and tell us how we can do better. Or give us five stars and tell us how awesome we are and you can't wait to meet us at whatever duty station we decide to come you up to. You are so optimistic. <laughs> yes, I am. Eventually we'll PCS. And so it'd be nice to like meet people who have also listened to our podcast and reviewed it. And then I can put a name in the face and then I that can have a new be, friend. That, that is true. Yeah, hopefully that'll happen. So I definitely would like to uh, see more people sharing it with their friends on a weekly basis, uh, you know, through Facebook or whatever you, however you reach out to your lovely friends out there and fellow Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You uh, ready for this interview that we did? I am excited for this interview. I know. I think it's it, a really good topic. Yeah. It, well, it ended up being kind of two topics in one because we were talking about senior spouse support and whether some clubs have it and some clubs don't. And then we started talking about, hey, do you need to start a spouses club? Because that's what uh, these two ladies did or one of them did. And then the next one followed her up on that. It was crazy. Uh, I think everybody's really going to like the, uh, the story. Yeah, let's, let's talk to them. All right. Bonnie, we have a couple of amazing spouses today, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce them. All right, let's go. All right. Our first guest has been married for 21 years and an Army spouse for 20 years, just like me. Married 21 years, an Army spouse for 20 years. Amazing. She's currently at Schofield Barracks in Hawaii. Tough life. Uh, But after moving four times in four years, that seems like a good compromise. She's educated with a degree in counseling, master's degree in counseling, uh, something she's used pro bo only, basically giving advice to military spouses and concentrating on being a mom and that supportive Army spouse that she is. She's volunteered with the school PTA and helped found the Bulldog Brigade Memorial Association with someone I'm getting to know quite well because she is my honorary advisor here at Fort Knox, Maury Landis. She waited 13 years to join her first spouses club and then loved it so much she went and created her own Army Spouses of Okinawa 
That's what I call ambition. Please welcome Kelly McBurrows as our first guest. Thank you for being Yay, here, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. How much? How yeah. And then we have two guests today. We're going for double trouble. Our next guest is a the first retired spouse to ever appear on Mr. Army Wife and Friends. She is currently oh. residing in Kansas City, where she is while her husband continues working for the Department of Defense in Washington, D.C. I didn't realize you could be a geo bachelor after you retire. That <laughs> it is possible. You can. <laughs> She's been a preschool teacher, a special needs teacher, a budget manager, and now she works for Edward Jones supporting a financial advisor. She also runs the Mill Spouse small business page, working to support Mill Spouse entrepreneurs by providing resources and support as they build their businesses. She's volunteered for Spouses Club in Virginia before taking over for Kelly in Okinawa. Please welcome Meredith Neal. Yes, all Yay, right. It's nice to meet you guys. Nice to see you, Kelly. Nice to see you as well. Yeah. It's been a couple of years. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today, ladies. I am really excited to have you guys here. First thing we do is just ask uh, each of our guests to tell us a little bit about their journey. So Kelly, we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about your uh, military spouse journey. Um, as you mentioned, I haven't worked, so I have been a full-time military spouse, and I only have one child, and she's 20, so I really have had a lot of time to uh, volunteer, get involved, and do whatever I can to some support. Yeah, that, what, what first got you, after 13 years, what first got you interested in joining the club? Um, I think being overseas, I think being overseas, there's um, probably a, a stronger pull to get involved. Um, I think it's a little bit harder being overseas away from family, mm -hmm. um, more spouses not working, maybe not going to school because their educational program isn't offered. And you just need more social support. So that's how I first got involved. And it was a lot of fun. Meredith, how about you? Tell us a little bit about your spouse's journey. Yeah, so like you said in the introduction, we're retired. My husband retired last year, 2020, during a pandemic, but walked right into a job that took him across the country. So we're kind of doing that right now. We have two teenagers. We're getting through high school, have a senior next year and a sophomore. Um, and I did not join my, really, my first spouse's club till we were about seven or eight years in when we ended up in Virginia, um, I always worked or I was taking care of my toddlers at the time. So the time for me wasn't able to commit to a spouses club, but in Virginia, it was a really, really close knit group. It was um, all of the same on Kelly's husband and my husband have the same MOS and everybody kind of shows up in Virginia for a course for a year. And then we stayed for three years and after that, and so the spouse club was small and close knit. And so I joined there and had a great time and then went right back to working after we left there. So when we moved to Japan, um, Kelly and I connected and she had started this club and asked if I would help kind of carry it on. And so I, so I did, yeah, That's but so she awesome. really so did all the legwork. That's really, so how many board members did you guys start with? Hmm. Was it like the basic or was it like it was very basic yeah okay yeah. okay and then um what what year did you guys start that um I moved to Okinawa in 2015 um for okay. what would be a two-year tour and 
when I moved there, the senior leadership had been on the island for one year and nothing existed, um, not even a coffee group for army spouses. And Okinawa is a very joint feeling community. We have a lot of Air Force, Marine, Navy, a little bit of Army. And um, so different services do things differently. And it really um, brought to light the services that we didn't have, the support that we didn't have as Army spouses. And so after a couple of months of kind of trying to find our way, I had a battle buddy, Jeannie Mousseau, and we said, we are going to create what we don't have. So, so you guys like started from scratch. Like, did you have kind of like an idea of like your constitution and your bylaws and what positions and yeah. all that? As mentioned in the intro, I had worked with Maury Landis maybe about five years prior. And I wrote all the organizing documents for that foundation. So I kind of learned on the job, like what a constitution looked like, what bylaws looked like. And so the first goal was really to find my mission, what I wanted to do and to create the documents. And, and it's really not as difficult as you think it is. And yeah, so. Do you feel like creating a new club was easier than um, coming into an existing club and trying to make changes? Creating a new club is pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty hard. I mean, I like document writing, and I'm I'm a really I'm a rules uh, based girl. So so that part wasn't hard. But you know, just starting everything from scratch and filing. You know, we got our tax exempt status and filing on post and getting approval to be able to operate on post, and then forming your board and then membership. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, it seems like you have to do all of the initial stuff that a lot of us don't have to do. Right. Either we just have to sign a form to renew a lot of this stuff rather than come up with these exactly. forms ourselves. Right. Well, or and even I take out that stuff. Well, and I was just going to say, I think too, the thing that makes it even more difficult in Okinawa, like Kelly said, is that you have a uh, Air Force Base where more, most people live, there was no housing on the Army base for families, but you still needed permission from the Air Force and the Army to operate as a club. Um, and so oh. you're dealing with two different, and the Army, because it was so small, was very easy, I think, to work with. You got your documents turned in, but the Air Force required a whole nother set um, yeah. of documents and things that you needed to check in. and. Oh. Um, so it was a little bit more logistically difficult, I think, as well, because yeah. even though we didn't do anything on the army base, we still needed the permission. Right. Oh, is that yeah. still the case today? Sorry, Steve. Is that still the case today? Like, do you have to do your yearly permits through the posts or the bases? Is it still you have to do both or is it just one now? So or are they there still? Well, so no. COVID really um, was hard for all the clubs overseas. Um, and what they ended up doing. So one of the things that Kelly did when she formed this group is that it was a joint group in the sense of officers and enlisted club. And so we had both. And that also, I think, created a little bit of challenges with the other services on the island um, because they weren't mixed and they were very oh, wow. separated still. And um, what they ended up doing now is the Army um, is a sub club underneath the Kadena Officers Wives Club. 
And then they also have an enlisted club that runs the thrift shop and we have the army as a sub club of them. So they were oh, wow. able to split that out that way. But the um, Air Force did not want to combine the enlisted and officers, unfortunately. I mean, I mean, it's really weird how we see that throughout the services, though, because there's still clubs that want to be separated into the officer enlisted side. And then there's clubs that have combined. They've been combined for years. And then uh, I'm the first male president on Fort Knox. And I was told uh, one of our uh, one of our board members has been here a while. And she said that they voted to, against adding the term spouses for like five years that was still wives and they refused to change it for the wow. longest time so there's just that you know a lot of people just they want to keep it the way that it was and and you know you're not going to please everybody i guess during that time frame so yeah right <laughs> so after you guys um established your club how was your first year with membership did you have a, a big turnout or was it kind of still a learning process yeah, it was a little bit of, of, a, of a challenge. Just, I think, you know, people are busy. They, you know, it's hard to get people out of the house. They have family obligations, child obligations, and you have to do something that really, that makes it worth leaving the house. Like I have anxiety, you know, for me going to a mixer, I would almost rather chop my arm off. So I thought, what? you know, what can we do to get people to come out of the house? So my solution was really based on activity-based things. You know, what can we do to have the most fun to get people out? So we did some really fun things like aerial yoga. We dressed in costume and did Mario Kart racing in downtown Naha at night. You know, so, yeah, so just kind of some fun some fun things to draw people out to become members. Oh, that cool. sounds that sounds awesome. Yeah. 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 I wonder if I could get some donkey racing here. I'm just kidding. Exactly. You're not probably not people on the donkeys. Now yeah. Meredith, I mean, were you there at the same time as Kelly or did you come after her or did you work at did you work together? How did it work? No, so my husband replaced her husband on island. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, so we overlapped for just a couple of days. So we had been in contact and she said, Hey, I started this group. I really want it to keep going. Can you help? And I obviously was quitting a job, um, to move over there. And I thought, well, this will be a good way to meet people. And, yeah. um, so she kind of turned everything over to me when she got there and we, Perfect. and I'd say we kind of had the same experience. You had a lot of people leaving the year that she left. And um, so just trying to build that again, build that back, the momentum back up for the club. And then how long were you there, Meredith? So I was there from 2017 to 2019. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So just and then, in two years is a pretty short time. And then did you get to turn it over to somebody else? So it's keeping, it's still going. So we did turn it over. And then what they ended up doing was um, splitting it out between the um, two clubs on Kadena. Oh, okay. okay. And that way, just to keep the membership going. Um, so it was kind of, you know, bittersweet, but I think Kelly really led the way in creating something for army spouses. The army is the smallest service over in Okinawa represented. And there really wasn't, there wasn't um, newcomers orientation really for spouses. Um, and she really, I think, got the ball rolling on that. And I do think that the leadership now is more focused on doing things like that for spouses. 
Awesome. So I know we're talking today about clubs without um, leadership support. So if you, what was the, what, what do you feel like your biggest struggle was with starting the club and not having that, that um, leadership support? Um, well, I mean, in some ways you could almost say it was easy in the sense that there wasn't somebody saying, this is how you have to do it, or this is what I want you to do. So on that side, it was kind of easy, but, but it was hard. We had all the, a lot of challenges and that's why I started the group because there was no one creating the support or offering the support. So I kind of had to be the one to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this for our community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And a ahead. year later, we, d- we did get some senior support and she was an awesome spouse, but they also have ways of, of what they would like to see done. So it can be, depending on the mission of your club, it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Do you know why you didn't have that support for the well, first year? We did have a spouse. She was a younger spouse with babies. And, you know, in certain times of your life cycle as a spouse, you're just not able to commit. You're just not able to do more than you can do. You have babies at home. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that yeah. why. Now, Meredith, when you were there, did you have that senior spouse support? So we had a spouse that overlapped for a year between Kelly and I. And um, Okinawa is so interesting because there are all those different services and they have another um, whole fundraising arm between the four services. And so that senior spouse was actually focused on um, the fundraising side and she had her kind of her hands in other places. So um, she was supportive in the sense of she would host things if we needed her to, but in terms of the work and every day of the club she was kind of more focused on this other area which was fine um and then when she left the second year I was there we had a spouse that I think like Kelly said wasn't just in a different phase of life and um so it really was just um the board that tried really hard to get people out okay so Kelly um I guess this question is for both of you guys what would be your biggest suggestion for a club that does not have that senior leadership spouse support I would say you know don't be afraid. I mean, maybe maybe it's the, your free pass and your opportunity to create for yourself what's what's missing and take the initiative. Yeah. And I would say kind of like what we say with people who are entrepreneurs, right? If you have an idea and you think if you're interested in it, somebody else probably is interested in it too. Um, mm-hmm. And not to be afraid to reach out and take that risk of finding somebody who's like-minded to help yeah. build the vision that you see. Yeah. Now, was that just a, was it a spouse's club or was it a community club? It was, um, it was a spouse's club. And what's interesting is, is a lot of clubs that you guys might know of, or even be a part of your clubs are probably 501c3s. You guys are charitable organizations where um, your mission or a big part of your mission is fundraising to provide scholarships well, the group that I started was a more of a spouse welfare, welfare club in the eyes of the IRS, where we are strictly a social um, club to su- support spouses in our community. And we don't fundraise um, to provide scholarships. Oh. So there are different ways you can go and, and your mission really dictates which way you'll go and, and 
if you can fundraise and how much you can fundraise. And so that's interesting. Right. All right. We're talking with Meredith and Kelly about uh, what the lack of senior spouse support. And I wanted to tell a story uh, when I, uh, something I've seen in spouses clubs that, yeah, like you said, Meredith there and Kelly, you both said that uh, sometimes senior spouses are in a different phase of life uh, than we are, than we all are. We're all in different phases of life. And it seems like, especially recently, senior spouses have younger children more often than they did in the past uh, and have other responsibilities, have jobs, have those types of things that maybe 10, 15, 20, 25 years ago, they wouldn't have had. Uh, and when I got here to Fort Knox, I was told in no uncertain terms that there was basically very little senior spouse, senior spouse support. We had an advisor, we had an honorary president, but other than that, a lot of the um, geo spouses and a lot of the our major spouses and the colonel spouses didn't come. Uh, and when I asked why it was, there was a couple of different answers. One, uh, they had kids that were in soccer and things like that. But another reason was that they had uh, been put off by some of the traditions of the past Spou uh, spouses clubs where spouses clubs can get into their traditions and can not want to change things uh, and can be kind of, I don't want to be mean, but could be boring or, you know, old fashioned, I guess, in their ideals. And it just kind of turned those spouses off. Uh, I was in charge of luncheons, which we will no longer say that word ever again. Uh, monthly, <laughs> no. mo monthly member mixers. That's what we're calling them now. Uh, and I, uh, I made it my mission to get those spouses to come. And one of them who never came before ended up being one of my best friends here. She came to everything. I got her into bourbon a lot. <laughs> nice. Her, her and I have bought more bourbon in the state of Kentucky than the residents of the state of Kentucky. Uh, so it, it's one of those things. Is that something in not just in Okinawa, but in your travels? Have you seen that in the past where there's senior spouses that are just not interested in being involved because it doesn't seem like something they would want to do? It's old fashioned. It, it hasn't kind of kept up with the times. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, now I consider myself a pretty senior spouse and I for sure don't want to sit knee to knee in somebody's formal living room um, eating cream puffs or whatever. You know, I want, I want it to be fun. I want to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. Coming to Bonnie's house and drinking sour beer and eating sour patch kids. Oh, That's the way to go. There you go. <laughs> I did um, the podcast that you did last week with listening to the guests that you had there. I did like that. She said they have a sub club. That's the never have I ever. Oh yeah. I, I love think that. That's exactly. Like what Kelly did and what we tried to do in Japan, because sometimes it's so scary to go out if you don't know the language or the culture. And like Kelly said, um, the Mario Kart in the middle of Naha well, you want a big group to do that. So trying to find those opportunities. So I love that, that that's what they called that sub club. Mm -hmm. I love that. I absolutely love that idea. I'm like yeah, I'm still a little idea. hesitant on jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. But other than yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> me a little bit, but yeah, why not do a scavenger hunt or something fun that it's really an mm -hmm. icebreaker in itself? You know, I just... To, to go to a, yeah, to go to a mixer where, especially when you're new in the community, I mean, that, 
that takes a lot. So I need a fun activity, an icebreaker. That's what I'm into. No, no tea and crumpets for you? <laughs> no, no more. <laughs> no more. Let's go out and do something fun. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a crumpet. I don't, I don't even I don't, know what a crumpet is, actually. No, yeah, I don't know what that is. I could Google it, I guess. But there you go. We had a <laughs> we had an event just at my own job last week, and it was a picnic, and people from all over the region were going, and they said, "Oh, there's going to be games," and I said, "I'm not going." <laughs> go <laughs> I love games. I love something that gets you out of your comfort zone and kind of an icebreaker. Yes, I and love. I, it. I love. Yeah, the fun stuff. I think it's one of those things where we have to, we are still in the military. The military is built on a lot of tradition and and things like that. So we have to be conscious of that, but while at the same time, understanding that spouses have changed. I mean, I'm a senior spouse as well. I'm in my, you know, mid to late forties. I don't really care to understand that, but I am in my mid to late forties. And so, you know, I'm, I'm on my way out, you know, all four of us, I think are on the downhill uh, as far as being part of the spouses club goes, uh, (laughs) not on the downhill of our age, Bonnie, but just on the downhill of, uh, you know, being part of spouses (laughs) clubs. And so we have to figure out what are the 20 somethings and the, you know, young 30 somethings going to want to do in order to be part of the club. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I will say Kelly definitely left Okinawa better than she found it. And what she did to help, um, I think she really did pave the way for, the senior spouses to be involved. Cause I think even before she came, there wasn't any programs in place. And so there wasn't a need for a senior spouse to be involved. And I think she really pushed um, the envelope on that. And, and I think that they are now doing a lot more. Yeah. It's awesome. Go ahead. I think that's the important thing too, is that senior spouses are asked to do so many things. And then when they're asked to be the honorary president or the honorary vice president or the advisor, I, I think it's important not to overwhelm them and say, we are going to rely on you for so many different things, but more to, you know, hey, we really could use your help in helping us get the word out about some things, but we don't want you to have to come to every event or things like that. Right. Yes. I don't. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Bonnie, you mentioned that you maybe don't have senior support or you um, have problems. Yeah, we're just uh, taking a step back, maybe on it. Um, <laughs> there's, <laughs> uh, there's just been advice to certain people that maybe they shouldn't hold positions um, okay. due to the nature of their spouse's position, and so I see. We're just kind of, you know, I'm running a board like. <laughs> Yeah. Any other, I, I, if we have a position, I don't necessarily have to fill it. And I am a very outgoing person. And so maybe I'm just like, see what I can get away with without having an <laughs> it, advisor. It does almost seem like they're asking you to more ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Uh, kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> just ask me in six months, see where I'm at, and then we'll go from there. Right. Exactly. Well, interesting. So I might have had it really easy having no uh, senior support. I could just do it. Yeah, we're really just kind of like running by the seat of our pants right now with this, like just having fun. And so um, it's, it's, it's good to see that other clubs always go through the, the same thing that everybody else does. And so it's, yeah. we're really glad that you guys were able to come on and 
chat with us about this because it's an interesting topic and yeah. I think a lot of clubs struggle with this and they don't know where to go. And so for them to know that it's okay and you can still go on is, is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. And take the initiative wherever you can. <laughs> what would you guys say to a spouse who is thinking about joining a spouse's club, but is really hesitant for a lot of the different reasons that we've talked about? Um, it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it to put yourself out there. Like I mentioned, you know, I have anxiety. It's really hard to put myself out there, but, you know, hopefully there's an event that interests you and um, it's a great way to meet people and maybe volunteer, maybe take a board position. Um, it's very, very valuable, especially overseas, in my opinion, where, when you need that extra social support. And I would say, you know, we all have the things that we're good at and the things that we enjoy. And I would say just, and I didn't have a ton of experience like Kelly did with spouses clubs, but I think with anything finding, there's always going to be somebody that's going to share a interest with you and to be able just to find that person that you can connect with. And it might just be that one person, but mm -hmm. um, finding them. And then you do have kind of that battle buddy. You know, my joke always when we moved was I would find a neighbor and be like, you're my best friend for the next two years, <laughs> like it or not. And so you find that person. That's exactly right. <laughs> you're like, we are now doing this together every time. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sending Bonnie one of those people here in a few, in a couple months. Oh, good. Uh, no, it's not good. I don't like it. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. I'm she's so my excited. person here and she's leaving me. Oh, no. It's and true. Going to join Bonnie's. She's, she's our president. She was our president for two years. And then she turned over the reins to me and now she's headed out to, to Bonnie and she's going to be Bonnie's second vice. And Bonnie is the luckiest person in the world. I am so excited. You uh, just have to find I can't wait person. to see what we do. <laughs> Yeah. They're both woodworkers and crafters and all that stuff too. Oh, no. Yeah. Bonnie, I know. I'm, it's gonna I be know. like your soulmates. <laughs> so excited. My my I don't have my desk right now. And so my stuff is just sitting. I haven't been able to work in like a few days. And so I've got a lot of spouses club stuff done. So that's good. Yeah. But <laughs> Bonnie side, Bonnie hasn't done anything. So yeah. it's okay. <laughs> you yeah. have more spouses club stuff to do. Yes, yeah. kind of. Uh, I thought and we were I guess, taking the summer off. No, no summers off. Doesn't <laughs> no, happen. No summers off. Uh, no. Ladies, what would you say to somebody who was thinking about starting a spouses club if they didn't have one in their area? I mean, you've done it. Yes, it's definitely doable. If there is a need, by all means, do it. You can always look me up, Facebook, find me. I will help in whatever way I can. It's very, very, very doable. So I fully support it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say the same thing. If you have the idea, someone else does too. So just start it and see what happens. There's definitely yeah. a lot of support out there. And call yeah. Kelly. Yes. Call <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. Don't make her anxiety go Don't through the roof. Exactly. <laughs> awesome club like Bonnie's join, join a club that's existing. But yes, if there's, if there's a need, make, create it. Yeah. Don't be afraid of the challenge. I think it's always scary yeah. of like, oh my gosh, I have all these things to do. Make short goals and right. make long-term goals, but knock out those short goals and it feels so much better and you get so much more motivated. Yes, exactly. So Kelly, are you currently part of your spouse's club where you're at? 
You know what? This is so interesting because when we talked about doing this podcast, I started thinking, you know, here I am in Hawaii, another Oconus location. I know nothing about the spouses club. So, and I'm on about every Facebook page I can be on here. So I don't know if it's a marketing thing. I don't know. I did move during COVID and we are opening up slowly, but I haven't heard about anything, but certainly if I saw something on Facebook and they were doing something really fun, then I would definitely join. Yeah. I would think that Hawaii would have something for sure. Yeah. 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 I feel like you're like the secret squirrel powerhouse spouse that they don't know is there. I know I really could get involved. No, after we get off this call, I am going to, I'm going to actually see what exists and what they're doing. I have a couple of friends in Hawaii, so I will uh, reach out and see uh, what they can tell me about the, uh, about it and see if there's anything there. Yes. I'm sure there might be. It's just, I haven't heard of it yet or COVID. Maybe it's COVID. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I mean, Meredith, you're going to run over to Leavenworth maybe every once in a while and see what they're doing in their spouses club. You know, uh, we live about 30 miles from Leavenworth. <laughs> I work so full time. the answer to that is no. No. So not because I don't support it. <laughs> right. No, no. If they call asking for a $10 donation, you're all over it. That's right. I'm happy to donate $10. <laughs> I, I get it. I totally get it. I'm with you on that one. So, well, very good. Well, ladies, is there anything that we didn't ask that, uh, that our listeners, listeners, like we have listeners, our listeners need to know? Uh, need to know about dealing either with starting a new club or uh, not having that that senior spouse spouse support? No, I think it could be a blessing not having support. Get out there, start start a club, join a club, just get involved. I think it makes our lives as spouses um, more rich and satisfying and when you seek to help others and volunteer, you help yourself at the same time. So try to get involved and yeah. Well said, Kelly. Yeah, I agree 100%. I have only been a spouse for 11 years now. So Long time. I, I've so got young. a few years, I, I got a few years and I can still do stuff, so. She's such the young spouse. <laughs> yes just don't tell anybody (laughs) well ladies thank you so much for joining us tonight it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you guys and i hope that you'll uh come on the mr army wife and friends cruise i'm gonna push the heck out of this thing now forever mr army wife and friends cruise october 7 through 10 2022 it's gonna be amazing (laughs) maybe i will i'll be there i'll be there to sway No, you're going to end up on the boat, Bonnie. You are going to make it. You're going to do it. Let's do it. We'll see you. All right. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us on Mr. Army Wife and Friends. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, ladies, so much. And Kelly, I'll be reaching out to you because I'm going to fly to Hawaii. I want to be stationed with those two ladies. I know. I really am jealous of anyone that is in Hawaii right now with that powerhouse of the spouse there. I know, She's right? Like, I really hope that she uh, she got involved. We should check in on that to see yes. if she found out if Hawaii has a spouses club. And if you're listening out there, does Hawaii have a spouses club? Help us. Help, help our friend. 
<laughs> yes, help her. I think that like what, whatever she is involved in, they are very lucky to have her. Yeah, anybody who sees a need for something that does not exist and decides it's going to exist on her watch is that that's insane because I I can't imagine starting something from scratch and I don't care if it's easier or harder I wouldn't want to start it from scratch. I don't I don't even know if I knew would know where to start. I feel like coming in as president I didn't know where to start let alone starting a whole new spouses club. Right. Whew, she's amazing. That's yeah. just yeah, hands definitely. down, super cool. Definitely. So, yeah, that was a uh, that that was great, and Meredith was great too. Meredith is uh, the first retired spouse we've had on Mister Army Wife and Friends, and uh, I mean, she needs to come back. Basically, um, you're unretired. Come back to spouses clubs and help us. Yes, yes, she's a big on spouses entrepreneurial entrepreneurial things. So yeah. small small businesses stuff like that. It's actually how I met her. So okay. Uh, yeah, I thought she'd be awesome, a good resource for anybody. Sounds like another topic that we could do sometime when we yes. maybe talk about vendors or something like that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, Meredith might be able to come back and talk a little bit about being an entrepreneur or supporting entrepreneurs on post because I know that's a hard thing for for a lot of the uh, a lot of spouses that have small businesses. That's really hard. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a different process. Every post you go to one, one will be very easy um, here at Porter when it's like a six week process. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, one thing that Meredith said that I really liked was if you're interested in it, someone else is probably interested in it too. Yes, I agree, especially with subclubs. So subclubs are, can be whatever you want it to be. So right. yeah, I mean, if two people if you have two people who want to do something and they're open to having other people join them when they do it, then that could be a sub club. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you, I mean, yeah. If you yeah. like rugs and you collect rugs, there might be somebody else there that really likes rugs. <laughs> Wants or, to go rug shopping. At yeah, TJ rug Matt. shopping. The funny thing is Heather and I bought a rug yesterday. So <laughs> I think it's funny. we did. See, you now we have our own rug, rug sub club. We, Rug the rug sub club. <laughs> I'm still looking for the flying carpet. That would be the one I want. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, like, there's so many things out there. People collect things, and you know, like, I, I mean, I, my grandmother collected spoons. I don't know if other people still collect spoons, but maybe there's people out there and they want to trade yeah. or things like that. So you never know. If you are interested in something and you want to start a sub club for it, wherever you are, please do. I know I would love more sub clubs here at Fort Knox. Uh, so. Yeah have an idea, find, find other people that are interested in it and just do it. Yeah. I think the just do it thing is big. She saw a need for something and she did it. Yeah. It's, that's, that's scary. Uh, and not scary. It's intimidating, especially with someone who likes to procrastinate on tasks, little tasks. That's a big task. I think I'd be there thinking about it for like a year before I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. It would take me that long. And she just like, she did it. It's so it's just mind-blowing to me. We think about doing something for so long and then we get orders to go somewhere else. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we have to yeah. start thinking about how we're going to do it in a totally different place uh, than, than we are. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly. So we also talked a little bit about leadership support. Uh, sometimes not having that leadership support seemed to be better uh, for her in some cases because you're not constantly having to run things by other people and and you can kind of just do it with the, and just get approval. 
so that's good. But I think, you know, I mean, I love having senior spouse support. Uh, I think they are, they've been around long enough to know exactly what's going to happen in different situations. And so having their support can be vital to, uh, to the clubs. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, I, I agree with both sides of it. Um, sometimes you have the senior leadership that wants things a certain way and maybe it's no offense against anyone, but it might be outdated and not mm-hmm. the way that, that you want your club as a president or vice president to run. And so maybe not having that senior leadership involved can really give you a chance to kind of like spread your wings and fly with your club. So it go, I, I feel like it, it is a 50, 50 with me. It could go either way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand that for sure. And uh, I guess I've just been lucky because the senior spouses here at Fort Knox are really supportive and really great. And so yeah. I'm just lucky in that regard. That's awesome. I, right. I am happy for you. <laughs> and <I'm, laughs> I think you've got some out there that would help you and would be wonderful. Yes. You're still looking for that. Yes. It's a big, we've had a really big changeover. So it's the summer, I guess everyone's not really focused on like, you know, spouses club yet. So oh. I'm giving it a little bit and then we'll kind of, we'll move forward from there. I, I can understand that for sure. Well, if anybody out there who is listening has any ideas for us or has any comments about senior spouse support or starting a brand new club, maybe you need to start a brand new club where you are, uh, you know, reach out to us. We can put you in touch with Kelly. Uh, she is definitely willing to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, and we would love to hear from you. We're still, like I said earlier, subscribe, share, rate, review, and just send us some comments and let us know how you like the show or don't like the show or love the show and, uh, or what topic you would like to hear us discuss. Yeah. If there's something that you're even struggling with, with your club, maybe we could help. Maybe we could find the resources to help you. I feel like we have a big, uh, a big network. And so if you have a question, let us know. Maybe, you know, we could connect you with another spouse and have another, another uh, episode with two spouses on it. We could do that. And Will Smith, the actor, uh, said something one time that was pretty good. He was on the, the Tonight Show, and I can't remember whether it was with Leno or, the, or Fallon. He said, uh, the two keys in life are running and reading. Uh, he said that no matter what, if you run, you keep your body in good shape, you'll live for a long time. And then if you read, no matter what problem you have, somebody else has probably had that same problem before. And so that's kind of what we do this podcast is we are looking for those people who have had the same problems that we've had or are looking for people who have had the same problems as others have had so that we can uh, get all that information out there for everybody. Yes, I love being able to help other spouses, especially when it's like literally across the U.S. I mean, I'm in California Steve's in Kentucky and we do this every week and it's so cool to like connect with other spouses who are like in Texas and New York yeah. or Ke- Hawaii. Kansas, Hawaii. Like I just, it's just so cool to me to be able to help spouses that fast with just a click of the button and us being able to chat. Absolutely. It's great. All right. Well, uh, what are you working on this week? It's supposed to be, you know, vacationing. Um, this week, I am finalizing all of our membership stuff. We're still uh, working on the website because we, we started an entire new website. So that's been, that's been a long process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to start working with our new Microsoft stuff. We got um, the approval for a nonprofit to have licenses for Office 365. So I, I'm working this week to get everyone kind of 
added in for licenses. Um, but I'm really trying to like not do too much because technically still block leave. So yeah, no, working on Bonnie, uh, I did, <laughs> I did download a digital planner. I'm a big nerd and I love my paper planner, but it's gotten so heavy and it's so expensive. It's like 50, 60 bucks every six months for this planner. And so I found a digital planner that I actually love. So I'm working on adding all my dates for school. and. So not work. only is the club going digital, but you're going digital Money's as going well. Digital. So there you yeah, go. It's, actually, it's really <laughs> awesome. So I'm excited for that. So that's what I'm working on. What about you? What are you, what are you guys working on this week? Uh, we have a board meeting slash pool party on Tuesday. So we're doing that. And we're going to be kind of just discussing a couple of like membership payment options. She, uh, our membership chair wants to add a couple's membership. Uh, so we had a few spouses that were involved because of the bourbon club and other things last year, they wanted to become members. And so we're thinking about adding a couple's membership to the payment plan. So I'm going to bring that to the board. Um, and then we'll just be doing more of that, you know, kind of house cleaning type of stuff until everybody gets back from vacation and starts in earnest working on their stuff. I think ways and means is another area where we're going to have to start ordering some new stuff and getting stuff in. And I, I really want to put out there right now, if you're a ways and means expert or a merchandising expert, let's get you on this podcast to talk about ways and means, because that is yes. a huge area. Um, it is it's huge. Like, where do you start with that? Right. So we, yeah, we decided not to do consigning this year because it, it's so hard to like track people down when they don't sell stuff and it's in the store and we're actually moving. And so we need, we need a bigger, we're getting a bigger area, so we need to stock it. So I would love to hear from someone who is like a ways and means merchandising expert. Absolutely. That is the key. Well, I think that's it for us. I think we've got got everything covered. We have a great show for you coming up next week. Make sure that you are paying, uh, paying attention. Make sure that you're listening and uh, give, us some, give us a shout out. Let us know how you like the show. Sure. Yeah, share the show, especially if you are part of a club. Share it with your board. All right. Bonnie, that's about it for us. I am Mr. Army Wife. My name is Steve. For Bonnie, I just want to remind everybody to be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, everyone.